Which of the rings do you like the best? The next one. The next one's the best. I am told Tampa is the choice, and he will sign tomorrow. Don't discount the puck. I think it's time to put them in their place. I'm going to have to set them straight. You don't know me. You don't know where I'm from or what I had to do to get this play. Hey. I'm throwing everything quick tonight. We switch it. Brady throws. Pass caught. Oh, he's got him. Touchdown. Way to go. Way to go. see that. Big play. How do you think Buccaneer fans are feeling right now after that news from Tom Brady? Hell yeah. Feeling like the best since the second that I came here. Back to Brady it goes. Brady going for Edelman. He's got it. So we're a couple days away from the draft. Uh, actually, we are two days away. Matt, isn't that fucking crazy? And I thought that would be, dude. I thought that'd be the biggest news, but um, dude, Gronk smash gonna be happening in Tampa with Brady. Like, what's going on in our world that we have ended with Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski? So Gronk like football. <laughs> Bro, it's the Tampa Bay Gronkineers from this point on. I'm just going to call it. So, I mean, now it's just getting to be like must-see TV type shit. It's this excessive. Shit. Excessive. And I, hey, I thought about how to start this, like which way to go. But look, you got to give props to the Glazers. You got to give props to Jason Light. Oh, B.A. had a footage. But, hey, we're talking a year ago about – Glazer, you know, Jason Light being on thin ice. Uh, so good for him on making it. Good for the uh, Glazers on kind of sticking with them, seeing something through. And now we're kind of we're kind of loading up and looking like we're we're ready for a little long playoff run here. I know you won't say it, and I won't either. But tell me, you don't think it now? Yeah, I mean, you you can say, I mean, you have you can to say Super Bowl, but I mean, it is what like, you know, I kind of laugh when people say it because it's like, what are you going to say? Oh no, we just want to go to the uh, playoffs, and then we're okay if we lose in the first round. Like, yeah, you want to win the fucking Super Bowl, so hell yeah. But I mean, like, it's never okay. Okay, let me rephrase it. The last couple of years, every well, every year, every team's goal is Super Bowl, but that shit ain't realistic, and we both know it. And ours hasn't right. been realistic for a while. But I'll tell you what. It damn sure feels more realistic this year than ever. Yeah, I mean, that's what Tom Brady's going for. Bruce Arians on his last leg as a coach. Gronk, that's what he's coming back for. Look, guys like Sue, JPP. Um, I mean, you know, one guy I thought about and that a couple writers kind of talked about, like, hey, Levante, I'd like to see him get in the playoff Hell game and yeah. see him run over all, you know, all over the field. And, you know, I'd kind of like to have Dodson back. You know, he's going to have to take, like, a better minimum kind of deal, but just, you know, being here as long as he was, a good buck, and not being able to make the playoffs, uh, I'd like to have him back as a, you know, backup, And but I don't know if that's going to happen. But, hey, yeah, we're it's going going to our Super Bowl, Super Bowl in Tampa. Let's not get too excited. I want to make Jeez. sure we got football going, but, I mean, how can you not? I mean, let's Listen, go. Gronk we, like football. Man. Gronk smash. <laughs> This is how crazy the world is. I call Matt. I don't even remember what time it is, but I call him and I'm like, dude, I just heard the Bucks are trying to trade for Gronk, blah, blah, blah. And we're both like, yeah, that's that's crazy. You know, you you just don't know that shit's going to happen because you hear all kinds of stuff like 
Odell getting traded that didn't have, you know, you just hear a lot. And, and I told Matt this on the phone. I won't say the person's name, but I have a friend here in town that's good friends with Gronk and, um, he's been going up there staying with him. And I was FaceTiming with him about three weeks ago and, uh, he was up there working out with Gronk. And I, I said, damn, Gronk looked kind of big. Like he, he, he put some of that football weight back on. And, um, he said, uh, yeah, man, he's been training pretty heavy. And I said, oh, is he, is he going back? And he goes, well, I don't think he's not, not going back. And I was like, what? I, I remember saying, what the fuck does that mean? And he goes, your boy's going to get back on the field. I said, damn, the Patriots going to get one. And he, uh, he said, I don't know if the Patriots going to get him. And I said, oh shit. And you know, it didn't even fucking register with me at the moment when I'm having that conversation. I'm kind of like, yo, what? So anyway, it, it's, it's been crazy to, to wake up today and hear that Gronk is going to be on our team and he coming down to Tampa. I'll tell you what, Soho, McDenton's everywhere down there. Y'all better get ready. He going to bring some fire to those parties. Hopefully. Hey, hey, hey. I hear about anything. I'm going. I'm out there. It was funny. I saw a thing on, uh, ESPN and they were even like or no I'm sorry what no he was doing a talk show and they were like so be real you ever you ever uh, showed up to practice like hung over as a patriot and he's like duh <laughs> like I thought he was gonna kind of like shy away from it and he's like you kidding me but uh no I man it's awesome you know and then kind of looking at how it affects us on the field I think we kind of all like would not be surprised now to see OJ Howard leave. I think that's something we're all going to kind of the next two days going into the first round, be looking for to see if we get something for him. And then, you know, let's, let's not expect to be the Gronk of old, but a, a great outlet, honestly, probably a better blocker than Bray or OJ Howard when he's healthy. Yeah. And, you know, that safety net for, for Brady third downs, touchdowns, you know, going over the middle and actually, hate to get into like fantasy wise but just as far as like numbers you know i don't i'm thinking just with all that we're gonna have going on i think people need to like temper the numbers uh, expectations for like evans and godman like i just don't know that we're gonna see these guys go for 100 catches each i don't think they can unless unless the Shit, we have what the Patriots had that year when they had uh, Randy Moss and everybody were. Yeah, unless we just blow out for like fifty touchdowns, but I just don't think Tom's. I I, I think it's going to be see more. That a, yeah, a game manager. Like we're still going to score points, but I don't. I don't even think we get to the kind of yards we did last year. It's just going to be more of a, uh, I think like a methodical thing, kind of death by a thousand cuts type of deal instead of like one. But and everyone probably has a different opinion on that they think oh we're still gonna do air i just don't see it i think with what tom brady's comfortable with and he's gonna bring here i think i think we're gonna see those long 10 10 play drives a little more than we did in the past or the past year from arians well i'll say this obviously i think just from a football standpoint gronk's gonna be a little uh rusty i mean it took a year off but at the same time in a weird way Dude, I, I saw an interview. His body will be better. Yeah. I, I was going to say his body's going to be better. And I saw an interview with the guy. I don't remember his name. He's a he's a Boston Herald reporter. And they were asking him, you know, when Gronk retired. And he said, I, th- I don't think Gronk is retiring for football. I think he's retiring from Bill Belichick and the Patriots. And, I, at, you know, I was like, oh, that's weird. And then you see kind of like what he's been saying. Like, he's 
he still loved football, but everything that was going on stole his joy. And you start to think about they run such a tight system. Brady has kind of all but said similar things like it was just time. I needed to get away. I wonder if just all of that up there wore on him. Because, I mean, at the same time, I don't know if Gronk is still in his, like, prime, so to speak. But he's 31. And it, just from a physical standpoint, it didn't look like he was really breaking down that badly that last year he played. Well, he saw, I don't know if you saw an interview. He did this interview and he was he was like talking about me and he talked about after they won that last Super Bowl like he couldn't sleep for days and he he had a lot of stuff wrong with his body so um I definitely think that was the first thing and he it, like you said he kind of just said he wasn't happy but yeah and that's when you kind of hear from players coaches and things like that like look when you're getting there mid 30s and upper 30s in football you you've got a lot of wear and tear on your body. Like for a coach to tell you, like you saw it this past off season with Sue, like Aaron's is, Hey man, you know, take the day off. Hey, DeMar Dotson, take the day off. Like, you know what you're doing. You know how to get yourself in shape, but rest your body. And I don't know that, uh, you know, Belichick sitting there, you're screaming no days off of people. And <laughs> yeah, probably, probably get sick of that pretty quick. <laughs> well, the other thing that I think about, and it's not football related with Gronk, is the salary cap. And I I don't want to get too far into this because I don't want to damper it. But you're going to need nine off rip for for the rookies. So just think about that. Right now we're at three. So obviously we have to make a move. And I, there's two moves that I think are going to happen. And I think the one is the most obvious. I think you either move O.J. Howard or Cameron Brait. Cameron Bray just restructured, and he's making 4.2 a year. O.J. Howard this year will make 3.5, so that'll get us somewhere. But the the move I think is going to happen is I think they're going to restructure Ali Marpet, and they're going to backload some of it, keep him here a little bit longer, and I think we'll probably be able to clear up 7 to 8 mil, which would be a big help this year. And then the other thing they could do is just long-term, you know, give Gronk like a two-year deal, fully guarantee this year. Next year he has like the option, you know, like an NBA where it's his choice kind of thing. Um, yeah. But the thing, I, I'll tell you what, the thing is going back to kind of what you're touching on. As a Bucks fan, we're in a pretty damn good spot because if you look at it, these next two years we're all in. We push our chips in. Yeah. Brady's going to be here. JPP's on a two-year if Gronk stays two years, Sue, I think he'll kind of be gone after this year. Yeah. But in but look, the, the, look at the people in two years we can take off the books. Brady's going off the books. That's twenty five mil. Gronk, whatever he's making. JPP isn't signed after that. Sue's definitely gone. That's ten. I don't think Donovan Smith. You know, we're I talking was just going to say. I, I don't want to shit on him, but, but after two years to kind of reload. And so I'm just saying, I think we're in a good spot going forward, even past this to kind of reload quickly. And the big thing will be what we do quarterback, but we're, we're going to have some money when, when all this two years of craziness goes away. So I mean, good on light. the contract that I honestly believe kills us is Donovan Smith's. Cause if you look at the others, Mike Evans, he signed a five year, 82 million where he's making a, it, well, this average. is the last year of Smith's guaranteed, though. That's what I'm saying. So, and then, yeah. well, technically, it's the same for Mike Evans, but no, Evans is two more years. Sorry, um, but regardless, he's at 16, and Donovan Smith is right there at 14.5. And you're you're just like, are we getting 
for fourteen million dollars, I'd rather trade and get Trent Williams or somebody that's just like stud left tackle. But I I understand it's just is what it is right now in the NFL. But I I agree with you. I look in two years, Tom Brady's off the books, Donovan Smith, Pierre Paul probably you probably are moving on, obviously from from Sue because he's retiring. The one, and then you hope you can keep Shaquille Barrett and keep building because Barrett's twenty seven, Mike Evans twenty six. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you still got your Godwins, your Devin Whites. Oh your man, D- we got. Shit. I mean, we you got. know, Sean Murphy Bunting's like Ali Marpet should still be around. Alex Cabbage still. That's what I'm saying. It, it's kind of looking good. Um, Ronald Kobe, Jones so only twenty two now. What's that? Ronald Jones only twenty two, and so is Sean Murphy Bunton. I mean, we we do truly have a pretty young team. Jordan Whitehead twenty three. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah, like I said, just kind of hats off to to Lighten, you know, for all the shit we give him on draft picks and stuff. He's he's kind of thrown this all together. And hey, when when have we been this talented? And people, everybody, pretty much saying, look, you, you got a shot at the Super Bowl. In the hometown. Hopefully this shit don't screw us up with not having games. I don't even want to think about that. Let's think positive. Let's just say we're going to have games with the full boat of fans. Me out there uh, in Section 238. <laughs> hey! But uh, anyway. I don't know, man. It, good stuff. Draft coming up. So Thursday, uh, does this change anything for you? I feel like it doesn't really change much for us draft wise, except for well, maybe getting a pick or so for, like you said, Braid or Howard. I saw some people that were upset we gave up a fourth, and I, I, I thought about this, and I think well, we had two, so that's what I was gonna say. The compensatory. So you look that. at it like this: we let two year window. Look at this full picture. We let uh, Quan Alexander walk, got a fourth round compensatory pick. We draft Devin White to fill that spot. So you start looking, here we are two years. We let Quan walk. We didn't pay a big contract. We got a rookie that's probably as good or better long-term, obviously. And now we turn that fourth from letting him leave into Gronkowski. I think when you frame it that way, you can't be mad at that move. That's just a, that's a good move. Like we're not going to get a guy in the fourth round more than likely the average would say that's going to come in and be able to do what Gronk could do this year, period. Yeah, you're probably, I mean, I think, you probably, I'd have to look at essentially getting Gronk and Devin White for what you'd pay for Quan right now. <laughs> so I mean, uh, easy. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's the thing, man. I, I don't think it changes anything. I think we might more than ever have to be more aggressive to ensure we get that offensive lineman. I'll say this: this move up might be. I, I'm might starting be to feel like that might have to happen. Up. Yeah, I might be changing my tune on moving up, and we have, like I said, we haven't seen Light do that. But man, it, it might be. I mean, you kind of talked when that the reports came out about our old dude Beckton getting hit with the little drug charge at the combine. But that might be a blessing in disguise for us if that dude falls down. I I tend to think the more I'm kind of thinking about this and just dissecting all these mucks, I think Worfs and Wills will be gone. I, I think we can kind of almost book yeah. that. I, I think so, opinion. too. I think they're going to go top 10. So we're looking at Thomas or Becton. And Thomas yeah, for me. You might have to uh, go up there and, and get our guy, which is going to be interesting to see how far we have to go up, how much we have to get. You know, I just – we can't be giving up too much because, you know, we still need a running back. We'd like some D-line dads. Some people would like some – 
safety help, uh, another wide receiver. So can't be giving up too much, but it might might be a thing, maybe four spots or so, four or five, up to nine or ten, something like that. Well, the, the, okay, here's my thing. At 10, the Browns, I've heard, definitely are trying to trade out of that pick. They're trying to get into late teens, early 20s is what everyone's been talking about. And Who's it before them? Isn't the Jags? Do you have pull up? Is it the yeah, Jags? Yeah, I pulled up. It's the Jags, which yeah, the way this mock, it's got that Jeff Akuda falling to them, which would be crazy. I don't think he's. Man, I don't think I, he makes it to nine. But I'm, yeah, I'm looking yeah. at the Walter, uh, the Walter football, man. I, what you want for us, like you know, I've said this before. Is I kind of want the run on receivers a, too. We want to run on quarterbacks and receivers. To be honest, if, if you're a guy that wants to sit here and say we need an offensive lineman, some people want us to take a receiver. I, you know, I, uh, I heard Carson Palmer today on the radio, and he said, you know. You can have all these toys if you want, but if I don't got time to sit back there and make a couple reads, then shit don't matter. So, you know, it's we don't need another crazy. ball catcher. Like yeah, we, we, like we got the guys like to throw Henry Ruggs or CD Lamb or something. It's just no, we. I think we need this offensive tackle. So, hopefully, there's a run on quarterbacks, receivers, maybe some, you know, defenders. Whatever may happen, and in, in the early things, but yeah, we want Tua to go off Herbert. Hopefully someone jumps up and wants Jordan Love, and that's just going to knock the people down for us. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm 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 for that in the first. See the one that's interesting. I I feel like the Panthers are kind of like a weird one at seven because I I could see them go for Derek Brown. I could see him go for the you know Akuda if he fell for whatever the reason. C.J. Henderson, the other corner. I could see him also go quarterback, or they might go offensive line because they just let two linemen go. It it's such a weird year and I feel like 10 is the number I keep coming back to if I was if I'm sitting there and I'm Jason Light and I'm thinking seriously I feel like if we can get up to 10 which is four spots so we're probably going to have to let me think the Browns the Browns got rid of their tight end didn't they see I would try to make a move swap first and OJ Howard well, they still got Joku don't they now they let him go I believe no I Browns. think they let him go after that injury last year or something. I, but well, my my point is, uh, no, yesterday. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, that brain thing, you uh, know. No, I, no. Well, it says he's still on the team, but I remember after his injury, they've been talking about getting an upgrade because he just hasn't really had a lot of production. Good player, but just hasn't had production. I don't know. Ten, I feel like is is the number. That's where I would try to get to. Because then at ten, I think you might have an option between two of the guys. I think you Beckton obviously, possibly Wills and and you know Thomas. But it, it's dicey. I, or the other scenario that I don't love, I think, is if we cannot get up and there is a run and Beckton doesn't fall. Then it's just it's gonna take <clears throat> excuse me it's gonna take a big set of cojones to sit there and wait but it might be a thing you know also you don't want to overpay and if you sit there and say you know the the thing that I'm thinking is how much do they love a like the Jones kid out of Houston that's, so if see, they that's really like, Austin Jackson too is the other one you trade back yeah pick up if another they pick. like one of those guys and say 
hey, we don't mind falling back a few or we don't mind taking them at 14, then you stay put. Or, you know, if a Kinlaw is there, maybe you take a Kinlaw and then say, hey, we're going to attack this. Maybe try to come back up in the first round. We've seen them do that before, I believe. And they move up to get Doug Martin, I think, at the end of the first one yep. year. So, um, I yeah. could, I could see it that way, too, trading back. Yeah. But the only way I'm trading back is if you're giving me another two or a really high three because this draft is so deep. And then I'm thinking yeah. I can pick up another defensive lineman and a running back in the second, early third, and then continue on my draft as is. Because there's just, man, there's a lot of talent out there. And, and you know this. We talked about it. Dude, at 14 – you are going to more than likely have Kinlaw. You're going to have Rugs. You're going to have probably Chasen. Maybe, maybe Rugs. Maybe Rugs. Maybe Chase Rugs. On, Chase on. There. The only uh, thing, that run on wide receivers could go pretty quick. Like with the CD And I don't Lange even want a wide receiver, Rugs. but I'm just saying. No, no, I'm just saying that's good for us if they all go. Yeah. I hope that happens, but I'm saying that can go pretty quick there. And, um, yeah, I think everyone wants to walk out with a tackle. I think it's pretty obvious we have to. We have to get a running back. People would like to see a receiver. I'd like to see a receiver with our fourth pick or, or fifth, to be honest. It's so deep. And just a guy that can kind of mix it up with Scotty, Scotty Miller and those guys. Yeah. And I would like to see uh, just some fresh legs on the defensive line. You know, like we talked about Sue and JPP and these guys and Will Golson. I just – I'd like another set of fresh legs back there and maybe something in the secondary. I'm not super opposed to that. I'd like to see a, a veteran signing of that, like after the draft. In my opinion, we just were so young back there. But it's going to be interesting. And with all the year, <laughs> I saw something. One GM said when they were doing their little mock-up on Monday, all the GMs did a mock-up that, he got kicked off the Wi-Fi because his kids were playing like Call of Duty or something. Oh, so, dude, yeah, this is gonna be funny as shit to watch. I I kind of hope something goofy goes down, but I mean, not really. I, I kind of. I heard just, that the NFL fun. has implemented like a fail-safe. Like, God forbid, let's say the Bucks. I, I don't know. We're we're trying to take a tackle, and somehow something gets jacked up, and the clock runs out. I've heard they're not gonna do what they normally would do, which would be move on. Uh, they're going to wait. They're going (laughs) to, I've heard their backup is cell phones. Like they're going to have someone fucking cell phone it in worst case. Yeah. I just don't get like, I know it's way different, but like we do fantasy shit all the time and there's hundreds of thousands of people to do fantasies on the same weekends. Yep. And these guys, like you're looking at these GMs on ESPN. They have like one guy, he had this phone and it said, it was plugged into every GM, so he had a code for every GM on his phone, like, to where he can go to real quick. The dudes have, like, four monitors in their rooms. Did you see John, John Lynch? John Lynch yeah. tweeted, and he had nine screens sitting on his dining room table, and I'm thinking, right, you, like, you, you can't find a better, like, bro, you need nine screens to pick. You know what I'm saying? Like, what you I'm doing? Thinking, like, maybe, maybe three max, but, like, you put, I just, I mean, shit, like, like I'm saying, we're doing these fucking fantasy drafts from all over the, like, we're doing all right, but hey, we'll see, it's going to be exciting, I'm glad, I, I'm glad we got some, some stuff to go, Stay you know, round one Thursday, rounds two and three, Friday, one guy I want to, I wanted to bring up, 
everyone's stuck on Edward Solera. And look, I I think the guy's a good running back. Be excited to put him in. But I, in your opinion, how come people aren't talking about Dobbins? Dude, I don't know. I cannot figure that out because when I watch him, is. yeah, I just I don't see why people are not hype on him. I think he's the best. I mean, behind Swift, I think he's probably the best running back in the draft. Behind yeah. Swift, obviously. Second best, sorry, I should say. Um, and honestly, the other one that's kind of grown on me the more and more I've watched is the dude you mentioned to me is Cam Akers. I didn't... I, well, I think, yeah, he, he can play. And the, the thing about him, that Florida State O-line horrible. was so shitty. It may have, like, I don't know how many teams are in D1 anymore. They may have been the worst in D1. Like, I think you go to, like, Bethune-Cookman and shit like that. And she <laughs> said, like, they were so bad. So that's that's good on him. But, yeah, and then everyone, you know, everyone's pumped up about the Jonathan Taylor. And that's I, a guy. I get it. I get it. But a lot like, of carries I, in I, college. I tweeted someone else the other day. Like, the first two years he was at Wisconsin, he had eight receptions. So, I mean, do, do you know if he's a great pass catcher? And that's what that's what we need a guy out of the backfield and catch the ball. We've already gone over this how many times, you know, these guys in New England with over 100 receptions as running backs, we just got to figure it out. So that's to me, that's why I like the Dobbins or Hilaire kind of at LSU better. But I do like the LSU running. Back. We've talked about this for a long time. I, yeah. Dude catches I very natural. You think he's a three down guy? No, I don't think we need him to be. I think we need yeah. him second, third. Scat, maybe, yeah. you know, no, scat back. But that I, means your, your boy Ronald Jones is is taking the early work, which I guess it's kind of is what it is now. I mean, I feel like he earned the opportunity. I mean, just watching him last year, he was the best back we had. I I did, and you and I have talked about this a lot. I did think we were going to get a vet running back. I'm very surprised still. I but, still, there's still, I mean. You know, McCoy, Freeman, those couple guys we talked about, there's still some guys out there. So, Oh, yeah. And I, think, I think post-draft we had one or two cool little signings that that we maybe think we're not going to do. Like you said, uh, maybe a second uh, secondary guy and maybe a running back. I think we might be able to do that. LaShawn, LaShawn McCoy jump on here trying to win a championship, you know what I mean? Hey, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I mean, he obviously knows how to play. Freeman too. Hell, yeah. I don't know, man. It, it's a it's a cool time to be a Bucks fan, which is also I want to take this time. I said I wouldn't do this, but I'm definitely fucking doing it. So here we are. If you were one of the people out there that shit on my Buccaneers for ten plus years, sent me texts, tweeted me how ass we were, how Jameis needed LASIK because he couldn't see, blah blah blah, all the shit that's been said. He did need LASIK though. He did get LASIK. Yeah, good to him. <laughs> good to him. Also, yo, sidebar, did you see dude dropped all this weight, got a six-pack now? Like, why do you do that when you get cut? Why didn't you do that when you were – I don't – anyway, like well, – I mean, he, the, his argument was with the way we run the offense, he needed to have weight to take the take the hits he was going to take. So, I, I mean, who do knows? You, but, dude, all you people who have talked shit to me, Josh Freeman years, Josh Johnson years, all the years, Gradkowski years, like, bro, all y'all – can get on this bandwagon, and I'll allow it, but just know, we know who you are. We know. I don't know if I want to allow it. I'm saying, y'all, especially, the, the, don't be bringing these, uh, these Fucking, Pats fans and oh. stuff. If you, if you in Florida and stuff, you, you, you can ride with us, but 
Yeah, all these, uh, you know, North of Virginia, y'all need to stay up there. Yeah, we don't want to, and I don't want to hear that shit if we win one about, oh, y'all did that. And look, we, the argument I want to say is everyone's going to talk about, you know, if it's Tom Brady and he leads it, I hope he does, and we're raising a Super Bowl. But we had the, we had the makings of a good team, and I think going in the right direction. I'm still excited to see this defense. A lot of people, yep. a lot of people are saying, "Hey, you guys only played good for the second half of the season." But look, you got to kind of take a step back. The reason, in I, I think you'll agree with this. A lot of people are just saying, "Oh, we're still not good in the secondary." Well, these guys, you heard Jamal Dean and Bunting say, "We didn't know how to be pros early in the year." Then they started getting with Todd Bowles coming in at 5 a.m., watching film. At the end of the year, you see, so you got to just say, okay, that's why they got better in the back half of the year. They start, So they get it now. You got to think they're only going to get better as they go. Uh, same with Devin White, Vita Vea, another year. Boy. And, yeah, I just, I, I like that defense. And even, like I t- me and you said, JPP, even when he came back, those first games, he wasn't in great shape as far as football shape. And, and he was timid all the time. I mean, shit, he had a broken neck. Those, those last two, three games, boy, when him when him and Barrett were kind of going, you just saw a totally different defense. And then to add another year under Bowles where he can start getting creative, it's, I, I'm really excited to see the D, and I don't want to hear all this crap that, oh, it's just good Tom Brady. No, we were kind of going in the right direction, and, yeah, I hope he elevates us and I've watched some old games of him and mic'd up and stuff and just the way he talks to teammates and there's such a difference. Yep. You know, I'll say this, when all these people saying, Oh, you know, Jameson stuff and he still could do it you just see a difference when you pull someone aside and there's and this is coaching too, right? With Dirk Cutter and Lovey Smith, I didn't I didn't feel this, but it's like if you're Tom Brady and you go out there and run a play, you go back to the bench, and he goes up to Chris Gladwin and says, hey, you know, the reason on that option round I didn't want you to go five and out is because the safety was leaning on you. So in that case, do you know what I'm saying? It's those small little things where I just think Brady is going to make – it's those little things that I'm super excited to, like, raise the level of the guys we have. And imagine being somebody – who the fuck is going to question Tom Brady? Like, oh, honestly, no. like, I, he doesn't have to flex that muscle, but just no. being honest, no, hopefully like, not. hopefully not, but nobody on our team, no one can step to him and say shit. Literally, I'm thinking about people on our team. Like, Sue might, maybe Sue. Maybe, would be like, yeah, no, he's, bro, he's, <laughs> I'm not, like, I'm not fucking with Sue ever, bro. He's yeah. just not a dude I'm trying to fight. But I'm saying on the offense, like, and and I saw that I listened to that whole Howard Stern interview. I, I'm I feel like I've really grown to like Tom Brady, regardless whether he was on the Bucks or not. Way more since he's left the Patriots. He just seems like a very relaxed dude that's like being chill now because he can be. And they were asking him. You got kicked out of the park. Yeah, I heard about that. that's so funny. Um, only that makes national fucking news. Like, come on, man. Only Brady, but. He said something that I thought was really interesting. Howard Stern was asking him all these kind of really random questions, trying to push him on shit. And he said, uh, did you ever go to Belichick and say, hey, man, I, you know what? I don't, I don't fucking like this guy. It's just not working for me. Get me someone else. And Brady goes, no, I never did that. 
I would just tell Belichick, I'm not throwing him the fucking ball if he don't know what he's doing and he can come off the field or stay on, but he ain't getting the ball. And I oh, thought, yeah. to, and I thought to myself, all these guys can step to him and, and just leadership's different. It's, it's funny. I think he's going to do his part. Obviously he's a proven leader, but if you don't do what he wants, he ain't throwing you the ball. So it's either you get your shit right or don't. And that's what it yeah, is. Exactly. And get you, I, I hope everyone's taking it serious and, you kind of see that obviously he's trying to work out and Gronk kind of knows what that comes with. And I, I think most of our guys have a really good work ethic. So, uh, but hey, I hope they're all <laughs> no respect because I've heard, you know, you hear stories about him jumping down people's ass on defense and offense. And hey, That's crazy. they're, they're going to learn quick, but they all need to. And this is a cult, you know, everyone talks about it. This has been a bad culture for a while. And uh, they don't feel like that anymore. And, yeah. Not since Sapp and Brooks and those guys left. Shout out well, Arians, man. Shout out Arians. Like, yeah. really. The other thing, too, is, uh, man, I, I'm curious to see the receivers that go out of their way. Like, I've heard Godwin has been FaceTiming and texting Brady every day, just checking in, like, hey, what do you think about this play? Hey, what do you, like, what is it you want me to do on this? And Godwin has been really over the top. And yeah. I'm sure Mike Evans has as well. But, uh, if I'm, I'm a receiver, look, I get all the social distance, but you're still coming across people in general. I'm going to his house on Davis Island if I'm a receiver. I don't give a damn. <laughs> you never know what people are doing, but, man, I'm going in there being like, I'm going to go catch a couple us. balls, have a conversation, yeah, just watch the tape. I could sit on the other side of the room, but we can still talk. Yeah. I'm saying, I mean, you know, I ain't got to shake your hand, ain't got to hug you, nothing like that. Just, hey, man, where's the room at? Oh, shit, it's Florida. You can go sit outside. You know, whatever, but I, I don't know. It, we're at a really cool point for Bucks fans. We have not had this much talent on it offense be, ever. To be prime time talk of the league, like arguably best QB ever, like lights on us type of shit. It, it's like crazy. Just, I'm hoping, man, and let's hope this season. Let's hope ever the stars align and the season gets off like normal, and uh, we can all get our fantasy picks in. Everyone grab them some kind of buck they want, and let's get this thing rolling. Yeah, man. Um, I think on uh, I think on Thursday we're gonna try to do some some live stuff for this um, for this draft. We're gonna tweet out all of the information once we figure out exactly what we're doing. And of course, like every week, if y'all have any questions, email us at Buccaneers Tailgate Talk at gmail.com. Uh, until Thursday. If we do live, uh, will you wear your coach's shorts? Duh. Okay, absolutely. Fire the cannon!